Welcome to another exciting episode of the Isaac Boys Podcast. Dwayne the Ghost, alongside Terrorizing. Coming at you guys with episode 83. Yep. Episode 83. Uh, a little bit of a late one. Um, we, 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 we definitely wanted certain things to be covered on this one. And we didn't really want to put it off for a whole other week. And then uh, got busy with different things and, you know. But we definitely wanted to make sure that we got a podcast out this week, even though it's late. Better late than never, you know. Yeah. Um, actually, last week was a little bit late, too, but yeah. hopefully that's not a trend that's being set. Yeah, we're, we're not. Monday yeah. is generally the, the release date, but a little late. Lots of things going on here. Coming off of a pretty exciting week, actually. Very busy week. I feel like I've just been going full blast since before you left. On vacation, then you were on vacation, and then like it, it just hasn't it hasn't slowed down since. Yeah, we've had quite the week. Um, <clears throat> getting some pretty steady traffic now. Pretty steady traffic. Got getting some some new regulars. Mm-hmm. And that, that's kind of cool. Seeing people enjoy the spot, coming Make, through, making use of it. That's what it's, it's here to be used. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's perfect. I like it. People get making use of the spot. People are coming. It's been um, on both fronts, on the on the card front and on the video game side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh is being played here. A lot of Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, essentially, we had like two groups of Yu-Gi-Oh individuals, we have, we have but, two, but now they're kind of intersecting. They're kind of yeah. We have two groups of people that play Yu-Gi-Oh, and now they're kind of inter- intersecting and overlapping. Yeah, which is good. Yep, I like it. Bringing people together. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Even yeah. though we don't play Yu-Gi-Oh, but yeah, we don't play. Yu-Gi-Oh. We know enough to know that we need that it. To allow it here, you know what I mean? It, it just shows that we have a good grasp on what, what it is that we do. You know, a lot of people, you know, I feel like a lot of people could have done, you know, could have maybe attempted a lounger or some kind of video game spot like what we have. But I don't think it would be as successful. It takes somebody that that's in the culture and has an understanding of, you know, what all our demographic, other other things that they're into, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's something I feel like we do very well. Like, yep. people on the outside looking in, and I'm, I'm not here to toot our own horn or anything, but people on the outside looking in would be like, well, why would you, you, you know, why would we look for people that play Magic the Gathering if we don't play Magic the Gathering? Yeah. You know what I mean? Why do we look for people that play Yu-Gi-Oh when we don't play Yu-Gi-Oh? Why are we currently looking for people that play Dungeons and Dragons when we don't play it? You know what I mean? It's because we have a, a good grasp of, you know, our demographic, yep. you know, why, why do we cater so much to to anime people that watch anime? Why do we do anime show-ins? Why do we, you know, sell a lot of anime merch? You know, why would we even put anime merch in our store or a video game spot? You know what I mean? Yep. It, it just takes that right understanding of what it is that we do, and as something that you know we have, we have a good grasp on. You know, again, not to toot our own horn or anything, but we're just. I I just kind of like to put it like we. We look at what it is that we would like growing up, in a sense. Yeah. Like, if the lounges are available, like if, it, if it was around and it was somebody else doing it, and I was on the outside looking in, I would love it. I would be here Yeah. regularly. Every chance we get, we would have been here. Every chance I get, I would be here, you know. Especially when, when it comes to fighting games, because, you know, that's one of, the, one of the things when it comes to fighting games is having people to fight, because it's, 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 only, it's only so fun, so much fun playing the computer or playing online. You have to deal with lag, you know. So definitely, you know, 
I would be looking for people to to to, to fight in fighting games. I'd test be your skills, yeah. test your skills, you know. So that's, you know, and then coming here and seeing, you know, anime merch and the atmosphere, the and atmosphere and everything. I would I would be hooked. You know what I mean? And we've got some people hooked for sure. For sure, most definitely. Just, everything just kind of coming together, you know what I mean? Uh, I love it. I mean, we always start the podcast off, you know, giving you guys just a little, you know, rundown of how this week went with the lounge and all that kind of stuff, just to keep you guys in the know, you know. Yep, take you guys along this ride with us. It's pretty cool, man. Definitely yeah. some cool stuff. And a, a great, great fight night as well, which we're going to probably get into a little mm-hmm, bit later, but mm-hmm. probably our best fight night so far. Yeah, in terms of turnout, because it just had groups that overlapped and it just, you know... People hearing about it wanted to come out, and it was just, it was fun. It was great. It was super busy. I was extremely tired. I was tired before it, and then don't even talk about after it. I was even more tired. You know, it was just yeah. I was pretty beat after. It was just go. We're just. I've just been going. We've just been trucking. That's what you got to do, man. That's the life of an entrepreneur, I guess. Yep. But yeah, I mean, it's been good. I mean, toys been selling like crazy too. Mm-hmm. I mean, we call them toys, but collectibles. Yeah, our collectible market is still um, still going well. It's it's super strong. Mm-hmm. It's it's so strong that it's it's like it's it's, it's worse. Half, it's more than half our business right now. Yes, I, f- I feel like it's it's just an area where we're gonna have to keep investing into. Yep. Uh, one thing that did slow down surprisingly was our um, our party rentals. Yeah, no. Par- well, there was there was some that were somewhat scheduled, but they canceled. Some were canceled. Yeah. So. But that's another area that I think we. That's another in. avenue that's very big. I mean, and they both play hand. They both tie hand hand in hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Once we get people here for parties, you know, we can always get people. Hey, you can get a gift. Buy a gift for your for the birthday celebrant, especially if they're into anime and stuff. And you know, and that's the kind of and that it's it's perfect because that's the kind of people that would ha- throw a party here. Mm-hmm. People that are into that kind of thing. They're into video games and that stuff. So it's. It's a good niche business, and I think the best is yet to come. We still haven't yeah, even we still haven't hit our stride quite we, as yet. We still haven't hit um, critical mass yet. We're still yeah, we're still on the upward yeah trend. We're yeah, we're it's good. Be- I mean, haven't, haven't even begun to slow. I don't, yeah, we're not even close. Yeah, I think there, there's so much money to be made. So much money to be made. So much room to grow in what we're doing. Just a matter of chipping away at it every day. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good to see that some people came out this week. Um, Showing some support, some people that you know. There's a lot of people that came this week. They came for the first time. Yes, and it was good. Some of them didn't even, you know, come to play video games. Just come to you know hang out, see what's up, socialize a bit, and support it. You know, mm-hmm. whether it's the hitting up the tip jar, buying some shirts, buying some merch, buying some merch, buying some collectibles. It's it was good stuff, man. It, it was definitely a good week. It's really exciting to, you know. See how things are coming along over here, and, and like we said, I think the best is still yet to come. There is still room to grow, like you know, as far as we talk about, you know, getting to the schools and stuff like that. There's still a lot of uh, still a lot of room to grow, mm-hmm. and our, our weekends are definitely like super busy now. Yes, like so, our our Monday to Wednesday, it's it's it's, it's hit, hit or miss. miss. Yeah, you know, it, it could it could be slow, it could be you know okay, depending on the traffic. <clears throat> But as soon as uh, after our, uh, our off day Thursday, it's, it's full speed. Friday magic. Um, Saturday, Saturday it's it's either UFC. Or sometimes some Yu Gi Oh. Some of the Yu Gi Oh guys come out, 
and then Sunday another set of Yu Gi Oh guys come out, and mm-hmm. sometimes they, like like I did last week, it they kind of overlapped, and mm-hmm. it was it's a ton of people. But it's good stuff all the all, all the way around, man. Good stuff all the way around, and, and the Magic Group is, 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 is there's still room to grow there too as well. And I think some mm-hmm. of the Yu Gi Oh guys do play, play Magic, Magic as well. Yeah, they say they're gonna come out, and, and that's some new guys. Um. They're from Magic as well. Um, there was some new people there from Magic, but there's also people that play Magic that also say they they play Yu-Gi-Oh as well. So those groups can overlap as well too. So it's just it's just a awesome environment. Yeah, and, and it's a nice safe environment. I, I I realize people are getting extremely comfortable here. Yep. Like um, you 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 weren't even here, but when the uh the guy that you that you sent over. Forgot his name mm. when he and he came over. Whatever. Mm. One of the things he told me that like, he, he was surprised, like how, you know, how comfortable everyone was here. Because some of the like, some of the people that were here, like, some of the girls, were, they were just kind of like lounging around in the chairs and they were mm. like, like almost sleeping. Like they, they, they were because the chairs are so comfortable. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, "This is a really cool, like kind of a like a lounge vibe." You know, there's some people doing stuff, and then there's other people, that other people just, that are just chilling. You know, just, just chilling and relaxing. Yep, relaxing, hanging out. He, he says he really likes the vibe. And it, it was good. It was it was a good week. Yeah. It was a solid, solid week. And I probably, I think money-wise, I think it was our best week too as well for the week. Mm, yeah, maybe. Was it? Because those party weeks are pretty good. That, that, that party we, we, we had... Actually, yeah, there was a... There was a no, sorry. I think that there, yeah, there was there a week was, where we had two parties back-to-back. Two parties back-to-back. That, that week, that, that week, was that a week pretty crushed. solid week. That week crushed. But this week was not too far behind. Yeah, this week was pretty good too, though. But um, yeah, definitely hitting our stride, man. Uh, yeah. It's fun, man. It's fun. I like it. But um, getting into the video game stuff, um, which we meant to touch on, we we mentioned it last week a little bit, uh, but now we're we're a couple week, we're about a weekend. Of course, I'm talking about the Apex Legends season eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, dropped. Um, getting my hands on with it, and I must say, I'm digging it. I don't know if you got a chance. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah you, I haven't. You haven't really got a chance. I haven't even really it. touched it, really. Yeah, you're missing out. Yeah, I guess. Obviously, um. All the crazes, of course, the new character, and of course the map. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we did go into a little bit of detail as far as um, Ash's kit last week. Yeah. Um, but getting hands on with it now, it's 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 pretty interesting. I, I like I like the tether. It, it's it's very reminiscent of um, Titanfall. Titanfall, yeah. But I, that, that, I mean, people that play her, I think are gonna like it. People that fight against her are gonna despise it. I people think despise it. I mean, it's, and it, it's, it's pretty strong too because it's extremely strong. Like, I see people like trying to jump off a ledge and they're they're hanging. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it really like holds you and you can't get away until you know a second or two that it, that it holds you there for. So, it's um it's pretty strong. It's pretty it's a pretty pretty strong part of her kit, especially if you're playing her like you know like a sniper or if you you know you can tether them and rush down, especially with her alt her alt is. One of the better parts of her kit. I mean, it can get you out of some hairy situations, and it can get you far. It may even be farther than Raid's portal. I think it is. Yeah, it definitely is. I think so. And it's 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 quicker too as well. So you can really get yourself out of some hairy situations. And once you can see an area, you can go there. So if you're in a building, you can shoot right out the window mm. and get out. You know, instantly. Or vice versa, you know, once you can look into a building and through a window, you can get in there and, you know, heal up or whatever you do, whatever you got to do. So it's it's pretty nifty, pretty cool. And, um, which I, I mentioned last week, but getting some hands-on with it this week, also, of course, is the, the car, 
mm-hmm. um, SMG. Yeah, it uses both. It's a very weird gun. It, it uses both light and heavies. It does. But, I mean, it's it's interesting, but I, I don't, it feels a little bit lazy to me, the way they, the they kind of did it. Mm. Because you can literally pick up... It's like the best gun to have in, in a Battle Royale, because you can literally pick up a light mag, a purple light mag, and even if you switch over to heavy mag, you yeah, still have the attributes of the purple. Mm. So it's like, once you're looting, whatever you find is the best, it'll, it'll just use whatever the best is. Yeah. I mean, it's. I, I, I honestly thought they, was, they should have put a little more thought into it. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought, like, you know, it's what seems to be a no brainer to me is like, heavies do more damage, lights. lights do less damage with more rate of fire. I, I thought that was just a. Yeah, I thought that was the case too. That was just it, a no brainer, but no. It's not. It's just. Uses both ammo. It just uses both ammo. And I, I thought that would have been a nice little nuance because just. just it's just customize it to your playstyle. Yeah, it's, 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 it's just convenient. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. It's just a convenience. Yeah, it's, which I said, is for Battle Royale, it's the best, one of the better guns to have. Like you know, like for instance, the Rampart. You know, I mean, they're they're, they're starting to get into different guns. They're trying to make guns different. So the Rampart was a perfect example Rampage? of you know the Rampage. Sorry, <laughs> was a perfect example of you know them going to more unique designs. Like you know, you can put the thermite into it and it can speed up the rate of fire and all that. You know, that's. That's different, you know. That's that's some, because then now that like you you have two different rates of fire where you can technically select from. So yeah, you, you can, can play long range or you can mm-hmm. run up and exactly. So fire and, yeah. you know, the, the, with this, you know, with, with this gun giving it uh, heavies and lights, that would have been a nice thing to add so that okay, when it's further range, maybe you want to use your heavies because it's a lower rate of fire. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When it's a long, when it's close range, you want to switch your lights. That would have been. It would give you that. It would give you some rampage vibes in a sense there. Yeah, you know, I I I would have liked that. I thought that was the way they were going with it, but obviously that's not the way they went. Who knows? You know, they, they always do weapon balancing and they always add stuff. So, yeah, with Apex, they're always making you know changes. Making so. changes. I'm glad I'm glad that Triple Take is back. Triple Take is Have back, and people are begging for it to be nerfed. Some people <laughs> are saying they took it out of the the the, the drop, um, the care packages, mm. and didn't do anything to it. That's how, <laughs> that's how strong it feels. I, I don't think so. I think people just forgot. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't think it's that strong either, but it's pretty strong right now. It's Because it, I remember before I went in there, I was using it a lot too. Mm-hmm. And I felt it was, you know, pretty good. It was pretty good. I think people just forgot. It's been a long time. Yeah, but people, well, yeah. I see what you're saying, but it's pretty strong. It is. It's disgustingly strong. But, um, but yeah, and, uh, Interesting thing, the the new map now has um, environmental hazards, if you will. You know, mm-hmm. talking about of course your prowlers, uh, your little spider bug thingies. Um, they're interesting because like spiders, they don't really like attack you unless you like you disturb them. So you can, well, at least I haven't been attacked by any spiders anyway. Um, you you know you can walk by the spiders' nest; they're just these little balls mm-hmm. on the wall and the floor or whatever. But you can shoot them. Spiders come out. You can get some loot that way. So there's that, because I did see some people complaining that there, you know, there's not enough loot on the map, but I think that's the way they make up for it. Mm-hmm. Is that you know you have you know the spiders and the prowlers to kill. Spiders are pretty easy. Um, they kind of like they're they're pretty quick, but they they're you know pretty easy to kill. Uh, prowlers, on the other hand, are, are people are complaining about them. <laughs> they're they're a bit of a problem <laughs> because they're fast and they're hard to escape from. They will jump on top of buildings. They will climb stuff. They'll they will come. They're coming to get you. They will go inside of buildings for you. Like they they're not. Prowlers aren't messing around. Hmm. 
So it's pretty interesting. I mean, I I, I haven't played a ton of BR yet. I have played some, and to me, they're not a problem. But they're not a problem until they are. Like you know, when you're in the middle of a exactly. fight, and whoever's the nearest person to them, they're coming after. So, but um, it just adds you know something interesting to the map. You know, um, another complaint I'm, I've been hearing um online is people saying that the map is too big, and the map is I would say the it's, map is pretty big. It's pretty big. Like, and the problem with that, you know, having the same amount of players on a bigger map is that everyone's spread out now. Mm-hmm. Which, if you think about it, it kind of solves one problem that people were complaining about before. Which was being third partied a lot. Mm-hmm. Now you, you obviously don't get third party a ton. You know, you get into a fight. That's pretty much you in that fight. Mm-hmm. So I guess that is that. But then you know, it's people now. Now people are saying the map is too big. So it's like you know, well, what do you want? Exactly. Right? You can you can't please everybody. This is what it is. You can't have it both ways. But at the same time, the map is pretty. The map is huge. Um, I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I don't mind it. It's just that on your team now, you 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 need a mobile. Or uh, um, um, a mobility character, mm. someone like a Pathfinder, like a Wraith, like a Ash, like a what's her face, like a Valkyrie. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. people that get you around the map. Cause, like, there, there's this one part of the map that is it's this long hill. I mean, this this hill is stupid long, to the point that you can take a jump pad and it's like it does nothing. Jeez. It's like a it's a hill, but it's kind of steep, but it's just mm-hmm. super long, and there's no zip line. So you gotta walk this entire hill. It's it's pretty disgusting, actually. They should they should put a zipline along this hill so you can kind of like just go up it. <laughs> because obviously going down you can just slide down it, but yeah, going up it is a problem. It's just stupid long. But yeah, and there's but there's a lot of areas of interest in the map though. It's really really cool. I'm, I'm interested to see who um who's gonna get their area of interest in this map. Like you know, yeah, because every mm-hmm. every you know every season there or so they they give someone the you know. Their area of interest. Um, so, um, characters that already have one so far, of course, is Caustic has one already. Wraith has one. Crypto. Crypto has one. Rampart. Rampart. The Bloodhound has one. Mm-hmm. Octane has one. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think that's it so far. So, this still leaves room for, like, you know, Horizon, Seer, Ash, you know, um, Gibby. Falk. Valkyrie, no. Rampart has one as well. I, I said that. Oh, you did. Yeah, we did say that. Mirage has one, but it comes and goes. He had one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. So we'll see. I want to see who's gonna get theirs on this map. I can definitely see probably maybe like a a fuse or a seer probably getting theirs. Mm. Well, more more likely seer for sure because it's, it's his home world, right? So yeah, I think so. So that's that's a no brainer. Yeah. Why doesn't doesn't Lifeline have one yet? Mm. Just one of the you know season one characters that one of the one one. of the premiere lineup doesn't have one. But anyway, forefathers. (laughs) We'll we'll see what um what comes. But yeah, a ton of interesting things there. Apex doesn't season eleven. Um, definitely looking forward to playing some tonight. Hopefully, if you can Mm -hmm. get out of here quick enough. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, it's super cool. I've been playing a lot of uh, what call it, hunt. No, well, yeah, we, we can get the hunt, but I was I was gonna touch on the arena. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. arena's pretty cool. Um, they they fixed the uh, 
the ranked remember last last season the rank was jacked especially i don't know for, mm. for everyone but for me it was it was jacked up mm. like i wasn't getting any points when i went and i was losing yeah. a ton of points when I lose. yeah a lot of people were complaining about that yeah so it, it's definitely fixed now so happy about that so i'm definitely looking forward to probably hitting it hopefully at least platinum this season but time won't tell um i've been trying out other characters but i think i'm just gonna when i play rank i'm just gonna play wraith because my wraith is just that strong there you go. Uh, speaking of characters that are strong, before we get off the Apex topic, um, Watson obviously got a buff this season, and uh, she is strong now. What is it? What does she get? Well, she can put down her her um, walls quicker, mm. and they they can go like further apart oh. between oh. them. Sounds like a simple thing, but man, it it's so effective. And not only that, but when her her ult goes on now, and her her ult uh, alongside her passive is super strong now. She just literally heals herself like <laughs> super quick. She's she's pretty dope. Like, like, it's so hard to push a team with a Watson on it. Watson is, is super doable, and the, the word on the street is that she's probably gonna get her heirloom come uh, this collection event. So, which. If it's what I saw, it was the, it was some leaked stuff going around that it's kind of like this weird antenna gun looking thing, which we'll see. <laughs> I wish it was something more more. Cool. I don't know why she would have a gun looking thing. But it's like a people are calling it a Walmart scanner. Hmm. There you go. It's very weird looking, but I guess it's something to do with Watson. We'll we'll see when it comes out. Hopefully, it has some cool animations. Maybe I'll consider getting it after I get um Revenants, but. Yeah, Revenant's the next one I'm, I'm working on. Hopefully I get that this season. But yeah, time will tell. We will see. So, But yeah, getting back to what we were talking about, um, Hunt. We did touch on it last month, yeah, we last week. Yeah, we did touch on it last week. Um, um, kind of for Halloween and stuff like that. But we've been getting into it a lot, huh? Getting, I mean, kinda, we've, we've gotten better at it. I, we've played it just to play it, just kind of like Halloween. Mm-hmm. Well, for, mm-hmm. for me anyway, I was mm-hmm. playing it. That's why we brought it up, but... It's becoming it's 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 thrown in the rotation now. Yeah, it's definitely in the rotation. I I just like the fact that it's something fresh. I mean, there's, there's still games coming. There's still new games coming out. There's still Far Cry Six. That's amazing. You know. Yeah. And Her, um, Forza, Forza just dropped. Forza you know. Dropped. So there's there's still games that are coming out that, that are pl- that are playable. But it's like I don't know. For for me, sometimes I just need something fresh, like mm-hmm. a breath of fresh air. That's what that's what Hunt is for me. It's not. Yeah, it's not the best game in the world or anything. It's not, you know. It's just so interesting. It's just so interesting. And there, and so there's, fresh. there's, there's consequences. Like there's, yes, everything has like some gravity to it. Mm. It's not just you know, jump in, jump out kind of thing. Like it's not a game that you can just play just casually, just like yeah, willy nilly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can if you want, but but yeah, there's consequences for that. Yeah, there's consequences for that too. So, but it's 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 super cool, man. Like one thing I say about that game, it it, it can make you rage though. Mm-hmm. It definitely can. It's so unforgiving. It's a very unforgiving game. Like we uh, we dropped in a game one time, and it was, you know, it was just me and my brother. And then, as soon as the countdown goes on, the map starts. Like, we took a couple of steps forward, and then there's a team to our right, a full team of three. A full team of three, and we're a team of two, and it was just, it was like no way we we're gonna win that. And with the way the game set up, like, it doesn't tell you anything. They don't. Think- it doesn't tell you how many people in the map. Nothing. It just, you drop into a map. You don't know who's on team, who's not on team, and now you're surrounded by three guys. We're surrounded by three guys. Game and zombies. Shoot. I was getting attacked. Like, as two guys were shooting me, I'm trying to get away from them. Zombies are attacking me, too. I'm like, 
How am I, 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 it doesn't matter how good I can do at this point. There's no way I'm going to survive this. Yeah. And one thing I'm learning about playing it, though, it, like, you got to know what you're doing at all times and try not to panic. Mm-hmm. Panicking is what will get you killed. Panicking will get you killed every time. Like, you got to have a set plan in mind and just, just, just know what you got to do and just do it. Stick to it, yep. Because the, uh, like, the, the minute you're trying to figure out, oh, crap, should I fight? Should I heal? You know. Mm-hmm. Try to stop the bleeding, you know. It's, it's, Try to stop the bleeding. It's it's too late. The minute you stop to think about it, it it's almost too late. Mm-hmm. And the one time, you, like, there was a horde of like demon dogs. And you managed to take out all of them except for one. And it's just from left for me to fight this one. And I, and I panicked. And that, that one dog killed me. Mm-hmm. It's like... I, I, honestly, I didn't, I didn't know how I was going to make it out. Like, once you run into a pack of demon dogs and there's four of them, it's... And uh, yeah, once they're all swarming, they're coming, coming at you at the same time. Unless you got I mean, if if you have guns that are you know if you have maybe if you have dual, dual pistols maybe you can shoot them all up kind of thing. Uh, with the guns I had, that was not the case. Or use a firebomb maybe. Something. Or maybe like know. a fire, yeah, something like that. But then, but then they'll set you on fire. Yes, they when they, when they attack you as well. Yes. So it's it's hit or miss, but yeah. Like the 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 um, AI elements of the game are just you can't take any of them for granted. Nope. And they all have their own level of difficulties and different things that they do to make your life miserable. It's it's crazy, and I would say I have to apologize, but there, there's there's a boss in there that I just can't fight. Mm-hmm. I tried, didn't go well. I mean, granted, it was we going, did it was, it was, we did we did we beat did, one. We did, we did beat, beat one. We did actually more probably one. We did we did fight it a couple times, but, uh, but it's more like you fighting it because I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> useless yeah. I, I just I just can't go in there to get anywhere near it and obviously for those that know me those that I'm afraid of spiders and there's a big ass spider in this game that I just can't deal with it's it, it's like honestly I remember the first time playing Hunt and the spider was rough for me too and I'm, I don't even have arachnophobia but it was just the game was just so immersive and at the time it was like it was like Too I was much. caught off guard and I was like what's going on here and I was like it, the jump scares with the spiders is really bad but I can deal with it now I can't just gotta you know can't do you anything. <laughs> this is so true, but I, I, I trust me. I know it's rough. I get it. I get it. Can't deal with it, man. But anyways, but anywho, um, let's talk about something that we actually wanted to get on this podcast, and it's been a long time coming. Well, not really, well, well, for me because I've been anticipating it, and that is Marvel's Eternals. Yes. Those who are unaware, Marvel's dropped Eternals this week. Last week. Last week, actually. We didn't get to see it on opening day. Because, again, we were just super busy here at the lounge. So we had to push it off. That's why we didn't get to do it on Monday. And then things happened. So now here we are doing the podcast. We did get to see the movie. And what I was mostly looking forward to with this movie is, you know, the fact that it, you know, it moves the MCU forward, you know. Yeah. Every time, there's new, forward, yeah. every time there's a new MCU movie, it's like, all right, how does this push the story forward? Um, I will say, before we even dive into the movie, you know, I was seeing a lot of bad reviews. Like, people were giving mm-hmm. it bad reviews, and I, that was very concerning to me. I was like, damn. I was looking so forward to this movie and all these bad reviews, and I was like, damn, well, like, what could, like, how, is it really that bad? Yeah, uh, it's getting a lot of hate. But I'm glad you listen to the hate mm-hmm. because I disagree with every 
I don't think this movie deserves to be getting the the heat that it's getting. I agree with you there. I I think I I mean it's not my favorite MCU movie, but it was definitely a good MCU movie. It's definitely one that moves the narrative forward and you know sets up potentially a lot of things in the future. Mm-hmm. It didn't set up exactly what I wanted it to set up in the future, but you know I I don't really want to dive into too many spoilers. I think we might end up doing some. Well, yeah, I think we definitely have to. So yeah, the next half of this podcast or the next yeah up until the break is just gonna be. Spoilers. We we may do a timestamp in there somewhere, but but yeah, we're we're gonna be getting into the terms. We're gonna get into it because mm. we're gonna talk about some theories and some things we liked, some things we didn't like. Yeah, and uh, it's, about the movie. It's, it's, it's gonna be hard to be doing without doing spoilers. So mm-hmm. if you have not watched the movie uh, and you don't like to be spoiled, then maybe now is the time to to hit the break and catch the fight up. Yep. All right. Uh, enough said. Let's get into it. Um, now, a lot of the heat, I think, I don't know, people were saying that it was boring, you know, it didn't have enough fights, well, and I, I, I could understand that that argument, because, you know, there were, you know, the beginning part was, it was, it was more, a lot of narrative-driven yeah. movie. It, there's definitely more dialogue in this one than any other MC movie, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, I think a lot of the reasons, well, the biggest criticism that I heard for us was that it doesn't it doesn't feel like an MCU movie because <clears throat> mm-hmm. it, it was it was shot differently from the, any, any other MCU movie. It was mm-hmm. done in a different way, and it was you know there were different characters people were you know kind of unfamiliar with. Yes, but I think a lot of well another criticism that's very, it's similar but different is people saying that it doesn't feel like it's in the MCU. Yeah, as well because there's nothing really tying into the MCU outside of you know mm-hmm. a couple of name drops. Me- yeah, mentions stuff. And so people are, you know, and, hate for and that. there was, I, I did see a lot of theories where where they could have fixed that. Like, they should have done like what what someone was saying was like they, they should have done scenes from like major events in 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 Marvel mm-hmm. to kind of show what they were or how how did they handle it. I mean, they they already explained why they didn't you know interfere and that that was their thing of not interfering in human relations and stuff like that. Human conflicts, blah, blah, blah. Which is kind of like, yeah, I, I, get, I mean, I get it, but one thing that, that kind of like, kind of throws that a little bit out of the, out of the way is, isn't Thanos, you know, has, has deviant genes? So wouldn't that make him a deviant threat? That is true. That is a very interesting point. <laughs> that is a very interesting <laughs> point. Something I didn't even consider. That's a good point. Um... But I mean, Thanos isn't a deviant person. He isn't he has a de- deviant de- genes. Yes, so, so maybe it was enough to to send a blip off on the radar. You know, it's easily swept under the rug. I can I can, I can forgive that. <laughs> we'll get back to Thanos in a little bit. But um, yeah, but just kind of shown, you know, someone uh, kind of like illustrated a not really illustrated, but kind of narrated like how 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 they could have done like like let's say. If they did a, a scene where with a like wouldn't the attack on New York, which is the most famous Marvel, they all draw reference back to it. Mm-hmm. So you know that that'd be the perfect one to to draw reference to, mm-hmm. and just have like maybe like you know some debris, like maybe a shikar hit a building, debris about to fall on an eternal, where they would be crushed. But obviously we like the audience knows there's nothing's gonna happen to that person, mm-hmm. but the heroes don't know, and then maybe they get saved by like Iron Man or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard that in that way. 
I was like, that's actually a pretty good. I mean, that's not like visually, that's a pretty good scene because then it's like that would still push the story forward as like, yeah, humans are, you know, they're good mm-hmm. to their core. You know, they're they're here to save. And and it it, it would it would it would have been a powerful scene. It would have been a powerful scene that would like push that 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 part of the story forward. Mm-hmm. So not I, only I, that, but it also put the narrative of. Them always being there and not, you know, interfering. Not interfering. It'd be like they're, they're in the middle of it. And they said like, it, but it would be nice to see it. It would be nice to see it. You know, I mean, because because to me, they, it, the movie did do, they did show that with a lot of historical events, mm-hmm. when it comes to real world history, but it didn't do it with Marvel events. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely a big part of what I think they should. Because I mean, you know, they, they showed, you know, the Hiroshima. They showed different, you know, wars and stuff, and then they were, where they were there, but they just didn't, you know. And just just needed one Marvel event. Even the blip, even the blip when 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 Thanos mm-hmm. snapped and everyone was gone, it could have showed them like losing friends, friends, yeah, stuff like that. You know that 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 would have been. I mean, I know the the blip is like so. Like every like it, I think Marvel is trying to get away from the blip. It's like every Marvel movie has to mention it just to, just so that we know that it ties into it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I think Marvel's just kind of can we just move? I, I think I think that they're, they're they're trying to move on from it, like. To get the world back to normal, it's just like us trying to get rid of COVID. You know, it's still here, it's still lingering. You're just trying to, you know. Yeah. So I think that's that's maybe one thing. But I mean, they still brought this one up, still brought up in this one, and um, but still, I think you know, I so that's one drop ball from them, one hundred percent. I don't give them a pass on that one. They, they could they could have shown more Marvel events. Showing sh- showing the, the Eternals during Marvel events would have been definitely. Tied it into the MCU. Yes, and it would have, you know, destroyed that argument of the of it not feeling like it's in the MCU because mm-hmm. it would have would have showed them in the MCU. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there is that. But I think it, it, a part of it too is you know, probably them just kind of like you know testing the waters with Eternals. Yeah. So that if it doesn't, you know, mm. if it doesn't go do too well, which it's kind of not. They could have retcon it. They could have retcon it, but I don't see them retconning internal. No, no, no. They're, they're because not it's, it's set up too many different things. It's setting up too many different things. They can't retcon it. They're just gonna roll with it. And to me, I mean, I know, I, I know. Obviously, you know, there's, you know, there's, there's, there's contracts and there's different things. You can't, you can So like that scene that we're talking about having, you know, event like you, you can't get the actors, you know, because then that's that's probably more money. I mean, they but they still gotta pay them, but. I would just use the CG actors. Yeah. Use you can use you can use Iron Man because yeah. he's all CG, and you could use Hulk. Mm-hmm. So you could have a scene with either one of those two. You could have a scene with Spider Man, even. You know what I mean? Those characters that are you don't need the actor for. Mm-hmm. They could have, you know, threw one of those characters in. Iron Man and War Machine flying around. You know. Yeah. Some along those lines would have been cool. Hundred percent. Um. But outside of that, though, I mean, the movie is is shot very beautifully. It is. And you know, if we're still talking about you know things we didn't like about it or the drop balls we'll go down that path first and then I'll talk about all the good things or should we do it the other way around either way I mean we we're, were kind of talking about I guess drop balls or whatever things we didn't like yeah well, um, another drop ball was a lot of people saying is like the, the characters are, are very passive they are all the journal like all of them are, are pretty passive in, in that you like they're just like even to solve the, the, the big problem they're, they're not you know they're not really doing anything but the, you know, and a, a lot of what they do does you don't really feel the weight of what they do. I mean, until you see like you know the world getting destroyed, mm-hmm. but you're not. The only reason you're rooting for them is because you don't want the world to be destroyed. You're not rooting for them because you know you, you care for the, the characters themselves. Exactly. 
I, I could I, I could I could I could get on that argument. I, I could I could understand that argument. Um, yeah, I mean. Okay, yeah. I, I, now that I'm thinking about it, I, I see what you're saying. And uh, I mean, a lot of characters make some interesting choices, but it, it's but it, they said why they made their choices, and it's interesting. But it's just kind of like, yeah. But them, I mean, that, that's it, it, them being passive is kind of who they are. You know? Yeah, that's, that's. I mean, that, that, it 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 kind of makes sense in the sense that you know that's that's how they were able to just ignore really bad conflicts because there was some you know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I I get it, and I mean, it, it was. I feel a lot of this movie was just, it was more of a a human story of you know it was of like if you take the MCU out of it it was like a great kind of a creation story I guess for humanity in a sense mm-hmm. um, which I'm pretty sure like some of someone will watch this and, and draw parallels to you know real world things and I I oh, well I guess when we get into the stuff that we I guess we could get into stuff that we did like because well, the only, only only other thing that I didn't like is that the, I I thought personally that it was gonna set up the X Men, and that didn't happen. So, so that kind of sucked. And and I, I didn't like the pacing of the first the first act like the first it was moving it was moving very fast first quarter first half I would say it was moving very fast things were just happening just just like, kind of happening happened mm-hmm. quickly so you kind of never really got a sense of you know. Well, why is this happening? Kind of a thing, mm-hmm. or like, who the characters were. In who the sense. characters were. Things are just happening. Yeah. So it was like, eh, okay, I, I, I get it. But it was like, I, I, I kind of wanted to slow down a little. But again, if it did, then we would have been much longer. Movie so, would have been much longer. That's one thing about MC movies. Is there's like, there's so much to tell. So they, you know, I realize that with, with with Marvel movies, like lately, it's like it's just crammed because they're trying to get so much in there. You know. Mm-hmm. And that's why the movies are so long, but. But to get into one of the things, I, one of the things I appreciated most about the movie is just how how regal and graceful all the Eternals were. As weird as that sounds, mm-hmm. to me that was one thing I was like, because every time you see a superhero movie, all the superheroes are you know very hard and greedy or strong mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. tough and have like a you know like a you know kind of a tough macho swagger to them almost, mm-hmm. men and women alike. Mm-hmm. But all the Eternals, like every last one of the Eternals, are, are has have like a grace to them, mm-hmm. yeah. or like a a yeah. royal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. They weren't. Yeah, I, I feel that. You see what I'm saying? Like I feel they, they, they were all very. Yeah. Even when it comes to the, like, best parts about the, the movie to me was, um, Icarus. Yeah, Icarus was a pretty cool character. As far like as far as all the characters, I mean, I I, I did like um, Ninjani's character as well, the Indian guy. Mm-hmm. I did like his character too as well, but to me, Icarus, just how he was moving. Mm-hmm. Like, every like everyone has perfect posture in this. Like everyone was just mm-hmm. very graceful. But just his, his flying, was some of the best flying I've seen in any movie. Yeah, it was really good. I like I liked his, I liked that as well. Just how just how he was moving. Just like mm-hmm. it's hard to describe without seeing it. Yeah, it had a, a grace to it, and it's like a royalness to it that it was like you don't really see. And mm-hmm. literally, all you do is slap a cape on this guy, and this guy was Superman. One hundred percent. Which I like the fact that they poked fun at it. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like a them kind of showing DC like, hey, we, we can we can do a better Superman than you kind of thing. I think so too because this guy was moving like like a legit Superman, like just how he was moving, just how he was flying, the grace he had while he was flying. You know, his strength, his eye beams are some of the best you've seen in any movie. Yeah, one hundred percent. His eye beams were great. It, it was it was great. It was perfect. 
all around. Um, what I like about the movie itself, other than like characters, was you know the I'm not gonna claim to be you know into literature and all that kind of stuff and world history and be some big historian, but I like the fact I like how it did such a, a good job of tying in different. Um, civilizations, different religions, different like it tied in so many different things without stepping on anybody's toes, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it brought it, it brought up moments of Christianity, but it didn't do it like you know disrespectfully or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It brought up you know just different aspects of literature as well, like you know. If you look at, you know, Athena, Athena. War, you if know. you look at like how they started the movie, they started the movie with like in the beginning, the same with the same with the book of Genesis begins. Mm-hmm. You know, in close to the end, it was like you know when they were like, and they were asking like how will the other Eternals, you know, do you think they will believe us, or whatever? And it was like mm-hmm. and she was like you, you, you tell them the truth and the truth will set them free. That was like mm-hmm. these are these are quotes that are from religion, but it, it wasn't like in your face, and it was like. Yeah, it was like a light, a nice little nod to it, you know. And there was still, you know, King Arthur and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And and how Arisham was like saying like he's when he comes back he's coming back to judge them kind mm-hmm. of thing. Exactly. It was it was yeah. It was very like, <laughs> you know, like religion. It was it was it was. I, I thought that was interesting. And also, also like, um, Sprite, like when you know Sprite. I mean, you, when you look at Sprite, you think of a lot of you know Peter Pan. You think of a lot of that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But someone also brought my attention that you know sprite story was almost like pinocchio in a sense coming mm-hmm. to the end she wanted to be she wanted to be a real person mm-hmm. you know so when she got that in the end it was like oh shit this is like it's like pinocchio it was like you know yeah now she's a real boy speaking <laughs> of sprite there's a couple of things that some criticisms that, that sprite's yeah, getting but, and yeah but, but well, before you go into that one other big reference that i i completely completely lost I, I i didn't even realize it but when Icarus died, he mm-hmm. died to flying like, too close to the sun. Yeah, flying too close to the sun, which is that was pretty obvious. That one when it happened, I was like, really? I was, I, I, I don't know. I, I missed that. You missed I, that one? I missed that one, and I was like, when, when God brought him to me, I was like, ah, I was so, I was so well done. I think, he, I mean, obviously, I think he knew that. Hearing the stories, for, mm-hmm. probably heard the stories for years at this point. He's just like, yeah, that's not gonna die. So that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, so there's a lot of cool references like that. Um, but yeah, uh, when it comes to um, Sprite. Well, two two things that I, that I was kind of like, eh, with Sprite. Well, the fact that you know there was those two love triangles. Mm-hmm. Um, with Icarus, Sprite, and what's her name? I don't remember. I could never remember her name. Asian chick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so th- that's a love triangle, but then also with Icarus, Asian chick, and Black Knight. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of weird that it was like a double triangle mm-hmm. type situation where on the human side and on the eternal side. That was kind of weird. And uh, some people are are not too keen on the fact that Sprite was a, chi- was a child and in love with a you know a grown mm-hmm. adult. Well, Sprite's not a child, but it mm-hmm. looks like a child. Yes. Uh, I, I It was kind of like, you know. That part of it I thought was very interesting because it was like, you know, it, it made me feel felt remorse for Sprite because like damn like you know you, you could have feelings for somebody but you, you can't you could never express it because of how the world is it's like mm. 
you know, as old as you are, you still look, still look like a child, and you can't <laughs> you can't do anything with you can't do anything with anybody. You can't express your love to anybody. You know what I mean? It's like damn, and for, and be to be that way. I mean, for a thousand years, especially also too that you are actually in love with somebody, but that person's in love with somebody else. Sprite, Sprite had a very miserable existence, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah, and she, she alluded to it like, why did I, why why did you make me like this? You know, exactly. Like, I, I felt I felt Sprite's pain. It was rough. Yeah. Some some other things that um kind of eye openers in the movie. Of course, there was a a sex scene. That was that did not need to be there. Had a complete sex scene. All the sexuality in the movie, I didn't care for the sex scene, and there was you know it was a gay scene, a well. gay kissing scene, or whatever. Two things that I feel like the movie could have done without, and it would have still been as great. It would have been a great movie. But you know, I think it's Marvel's way of trying to press the envelope, trying to be like woke and whatnot. Same thing DC's been doing, which. I, I always gave Marvel credit for not being that, but now they are. So it's like, God damn it! Yeah, uh, yeah. Again, the, the sex scene, I, I, like you're, you're right, it didn't need to be there because it's not like it had any story implications. No, it's not like there was, uh, you know, a love child that came from it. It was just, just in there, just to be different. The scene before the marriage scene. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which, if anything, does more harm than good. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like it was—it it, it, it didn't need to be there, in my opinion. And but then the, the the gay kiss scene, which was just again didn't need to be there, but because it was it was it was subtle the way that you could, yeah obviously. it was it was very subtle the way they were doing it up until that point. Yeah, and I didn't mind I didn't mind that it's yeah. subtle. But then once once that happens and then it's not subtle anymore, it's in your face. And again, I'm I'm not homophobic or anything like that. It's far from it. It's just uh, sexuality on a whole. I'm like, it, it shouldn't be imposed on children, mm-hmm. whether it's heterosexual or homosexual. It should just it shouldn't be imposed on children. You know what I mean? And Marvel has done a good job of not doing that up until this point. Yeah, this is true. So, anywho, on even that, with Iron Man, you know, Iron Man was yeah. You know, Tony Stark is like yeah. He was he he is the the playboy the, and, exactly. And they never showed it. He never had any sex scenes. You never know, had any sex scenes. I mean, he had scenes where he could up in bed with women, but it was you know yeah. There wasn't. It wasn't. There wasn't a full-on sex scene. I was like, God damn! If I was here, I mean, uh Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but all in all, I still, I still really love the movie. What the the my favorite thing about the entire movie is how it changed the narrative of Thanos. Mm-hmm. That to me was the best part of the movie. In that. It completely changed the way you look at Thanos because Thanos was, when he did the snap, when they they alluded to they didn't they didn't really press the issue like they didn't to me they didn't hit it home as as, as hard to like for people to grasp hey this is what happened mm-hmm. they did it very subtly and I I wish there was more emphasis on it but maybe there shouldn't be emphasis on it because then it might change the way people feel about the Avengers moving forward so and it would yeah and especially with it changed the way people look at Thanos as well but. exactly. But yeah, so pretty much what they said is that by Thanos doing the snap and erasing half the life in the universe, he essentially halted the emergence. The emergence yeah. Which is, you know, the emer- celestial coming out of the earth pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Destroying. So pretty much the. the, the eternal, celestial e- seed. E- yeah, Eternals were given the celestial seed to plant in, in planets, and that seed gains. Energy from energy the from the life force on the planet. So the more life force on the planet, the more energy can draw, so we can awaken. And 
that's essentially what you know the Eternals were sent to do. They didn't know that, but you know you gotta watch the movie. It's great. I, I like the way that that, that secret was revealed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, essentially, not that he not only did Thanos do that for Earth, but he did that for every planet that there were celestial on in the universe. He, you know, people he was essentially saving life. He was essentially saving life. He, he, he killed a lot of people, but it was to save life. So now it, ma- it makes him less of a bad. It, it makes you know. A lot of times in movies, there's just bad guys for no reason. Mm-hmm. And Thanos is definitely not that now. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's always kind of not been that because, you know, his whole, you know. He has his reasons. He has his reasons. And you can kind of relate to him in a sense. Yeah. And, you know, Killmonger's like that as well, too. I like I like Marvel doing that. And I think this was a good example. I, I like the fact that they, did, they went back to that with Thanos. And that, you know, essentially he was saving the entire universe. Like, only he can. And only he had the mind to do or the will to do what needed to be done. And the Avengers stopped him. Yep. Which is why the Eternals... If, if, if the Avengers never stopped him, then the Eternals movie would never have to happen. They, they would just... And I was wondering, like, well, why didn't some of the Eternals get snapped away? But they're not life. Yeah. And we learned that... Le- life, we, we, yeah, we learned that. You learned that later in the movie as well. So, so that, I mean, that was... For me, that was a big part of the movie that would that would really made me enjoy it. It was like that was such a a revelation mm-hmm. that it was like Thanos was actually trying to save us all. Thanos was trying to save the world, the universe, and like had a legit plan and and executed, executed. and went off to live his life because he knows <laughs> he did the right thing. He he, not only did he did the right thing, but he doesn't have to worry about you know Celestial being born on his planet and destroying it. At least in no time now. You know, and here comes the Avengers. <laughs> here comes the Avengers, <laughs> lop his head off, doing 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 the Celestials work uh, to destroy their own planet. That's so messed up. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why uh, that's why the Eternals were here to halt it. Mm-hmm. So now all is kind of right with the world again. Kind of, we'll see moving for forward. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, what next thing I didn't like was the, you know the the whole now there's a big celestial on earth pretty much yeah big celestial sculpture no one's gonna do anything about that I was hoping they would have destroyed it you know yeah it's a marble statue of that that's it's not going anywhere <laughs> you know and I'm sure that has you know geological implications like some, I'm sure some like structurally the earth should not be <laughs> sound right now 100% there should be a lot wrong with the earth but Whatever it's 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 it's, it's, it's fiction. Let's enjoy it for what it is. Um, one thing I you know, a lot of theories and stuff going forward. Well, not really theories, but apparently, you know, what's to come next? Uh, obviously, is the well, at the end of the movie, the post credit scenes, you know, Thanos's brother mm-hmm. shows up out of the clear. Like it was kind of weird. He just kind of shows up like at the end of everything. It was mm-hmm. very weird. He's also an Eternal, which for those mm-hmm. don't know, Thanos is the Eternal as well. Mm-hmm. But he has Celestial. Oh, he gene. has the Deviant gene. gene. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. So it was kind of interesting. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't even know about who Star Fox uh, about his powers and anything. I don't. Know. It's gonna be interesting seeing him in the MCU moving forward because he's. His powers is the yeah he makes people feel good. 
I did in a good way and in a bad way. Mm. <laughs> like he, like he, like he makes you feel good. Like he, like he, he, he can kind of Jedi mind trick you in a sense to kind of make you like him mm. and kind of get you know things from people. But he also does a lot of pounding. <laughs> so it's gonna be interesting to see how they're gonna you know show that moving forward. Because apparently he had a thing with She Hulk. He had a thing with a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of ladies in in Marvel. In Marvel. Interesting. Because he, you know. Apparently, is known across the galaxy as you know one of the best lovers. Obviously, there you go with that kind of power. So, well, yeah, even if he isn't, he'll trick you to make you think he is. So, but he makes you feel good. It's not like he's tricking you. He just mm. he can really make things heightened. What a power to have, huh? What a power to have. I'm sure Holly Berry would. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a monster ball reference. But anyway, yep. um, what else? So that's gonna be cool. Um, the Dark uh, Black Knight. Black Knight, yeah. Um, I, I mean, he was always. I mean, everybody always knew he was in the movie. Mm-hmm. But I was wondering how. I, I, like even before the movie came out, I was like, how are they gonna put him in the movie and like have his whole origin with the, with the Eternals? I was like, this is gonna be way too much. Mm-hmm. And when I, I when I saw them rushing it, I, I figured. I, I mean, I thought they would have like, okay, they're rushing it because they have so much to tell. But the fact that they didn't even get to it, I'm like, okay, good. I guess they're saving it for another movie. But they did do it for the post credit scene of like, okay, this is how he gets the, the Ebony Blade. Mm-hmm. Which, I was looking up a lot of videos on the Ebony Blade today on the Black Knight, and I was like, huh. A lot of implications there. It's going to be very interesting. A lot of implications there. It depends, like, there's a lot of different, different ways Marvel can take this. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, one way that it seems like they are going to take it is that, you know, obviously, well, not obviously, but if you didn't know the voice that spoke to him, the end credit scene was, was Blade. Was Blade. Mm-hmm. And I heard that and I was like, man, they're speaking about this pretty confidently. And like, did I miss something? But apparently his name was in the credits. <laughs> that's, that's how you know for sure it is, Blade. Mm-hmm. His name was in the credits. So, boom. That's that. So, well, well, well we, all, we all know Blade was coming, but mm-hmm. it's kind of like, mm-hmm. you know. And I mean, I never know the Blade and the Black Knight to be a thing, but apparently they are in the comics. Okay. Yeah. So it's uh, so once I saw that they were that they were a thing in the comics, I was like, Are okay. they midnight? No, they're not midnight sons. No, 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 no. No, but they are. He, they are. They do have comics together. They're featured together. So I'm like, there okay, that makes sense. So that clearly, if you want to know what's gonna the like, Blade movie's gonna be about, you probably should draw references to those comics because they probably be, maybe. But one thing, because um, in Marvel, like the the continuity of the Ebony Blade has changed over the years, and it's different things. Mm-hmm. Um, one version of it was made by Dracula, mm. which I think might be the way they might go in terms of bringing out vampires in the MCU. Yeah. I think that's one way they're gonna go. Another version of the, the Ebony Blade is that is made by a symbiote. Really? I don't know if you noticed when he was when he got close to it and it was looking it like kinda, liquid. Yeah. I was like, huh. Or vampire symbiote? <laughs> hmm. Bit of a stretch. Who has both vampires and symbiotes on there, under their thing? Sony. Kind hmm. of uh, interesting that both those movies kind of. I hope that doesn't play into each other. But also, um, other thing that I wanted to reference. Yeah, um, it it could also tie into Thor: Love and Thunder because. Um, the God Killer, the the, the enemy, the God the God Butcher, that's going to be the villain in that movie, has a sword that's also made from symbiote. 
apparently. That cuts anything. That can cut anything. That is the, the same sword that beheaded a celestial, which is nowhere. That mm-hmm. was referenced already in the movie in, mm-hmm. in the movies. So but that sword was made by Symbiote or I think it was made by Null, I think. Or some it has some tie it has some kind of tie in with Null. That sword. Hmm. Also to the same sword Hela was using. Mm-hmm. Same, you know. There's a lot of symbiote references with those weapons. I, 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 I just, I'm just going to leave that references because I don't know all the, the intricate details behind it. But there is symbiote tie-ins with those weapons. I wonder and, where Marvel's going to go with that. And I, that's what I was wondering too because I'm like, could the Ebony Blade be what brings Venom to the, the MCU? In some way, shape, or form, some strange way, or could it be? Maybe they don't use Ebony Blade, but maybe they do it with Thor, God, and Thunder. Mm. I don't know. It's right. but that being said, you know, the, whenever the Blade movie comes out, it makes me more and more interested for that movie because I, I think we're gonna get more of the Black Knight's origin and Blade's yeah. origin. In yeah, the so they're not gonna show too much of the what we've seen already with Blade. Yeah. Obviously, they want to do something different. Yeah, um, to kind of. Put some distance between them and you know mm-hmm. Wesley Snipes' yeah. rendition of Blade. So we'll see. But all in all, I think Eternals was solid movie all the all the way around. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like you said, it does push the narrative forward, so it's gonna be interesting to see uh, where Marvel goes from here, and you know, so what these other uh, properties are gonna hold, yeah. and how they you know how they tie in. Next up is Hawkeye. Yeah, Hawkeye. Which com- seems to be on the lighter side. Yeah, more grounded, not so out there space. Yeah, yeah. but to yeah. think to think that it's all a shared universe is, is amazing. Mm-hmm. Good job at Marvel. What a world to live in. I mean, I, 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 I I'm having a hard time seeing how they're going to bring in vampires. Oh, that's going to be strange. Well, this is the second time they reference vampires. You know what they reference vampires? Yeah, they reference vampires quite a bit now. Mm-hmm. So they did it in um, Loki. Mm-hmm. And I think they did in um, Eternals as well. Yeah, they did Eternals. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, but it was like to think that vampires have always been around and like shielded nobody couldn't get a hand on like get like to know with the amount of intelligence that they have that this is what's going on. You know, it's gonna be hard to convince me that vampires have been around all this time. Live in the shadows. It's gonna be tough, but we'll see. We'll see. At any rate, let's uh, let's take a quick little break. Come back and hit you guys with some fight talk. Enjoy listening to the podcast? Well, consider becoming a supporter. As a supporter, you can directly support the podcast with monetary contributions, ranging from a dollar to ten dollars, based on your budget. Your monthly contributions will ensure that we can continue to do what we love doing, bringing you great content. Go to anchor.fm forward slash vivn to find out how you can become a supporter all contributions are greatly appreciated and we are back about to hit you all with some fight talk coming off like we said earlier a great weekend great weekend probably our 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 best fight night so far at the lounge yeah at the lounge i mean the place was packed but not only packed but it was it was buzzing Mm-hmm. And that's, I attribute that to two things. Oh, obviously, the fights, because the fights were just nothing but bangers from top to bottom. Even the prelims were on point. Um, everything was, was 
was great. Um, but yeah, the main card was great as well. But then also, of course, you know, being surrounded with people that are, that, that are into the fights as well. Yeah. Definitely helped. And it's... it's kind of, it reminded me of, kind of, of Sharkies when Sharkies was there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like... Because there were certain times when Sharkies was on, Sharkies was on. But then there were some times, you know, not everyone was really into it. Some people were into it. But it was one of those, like, if, if when Sharkies was on... Nights, yeah. Kind of nights where mm-hmm. everyone that's in the room is into the fights. Everyone's commenting on everything. And it was just, just buzzing, man. It was just a great night. It was... Yeah, it was it was a it was a good good times, good good uh, good company, good company, good people, you know, good fights, and and everyone like feedback we got because I got feedback from people that were here. Everyone was just even the next day was still buzzing about it. I was getting texts saying, "Man, like that was a great fight." And I'd like I'm coming back to the next one. Mm. You know, people asking if we do like the, the other, you know, the the mm. lower UFC cards as well, which we do, but like it's not gonna be like that obviously because yeah. you know not everyone's into the you know the, the no name guys so much but but we'll, we'll still be here showing them of course but yeah. but just showing more incentive for like when those pay-per-view nights come you know people are coming and you get mm-hmm. the right enough people the right people in the room and the UFC continues to put out great fights it's just gonna be a win-win for everybody a recipe for great things mm-hmm. but um getting straight into the fights um there was so much good things because um, a lot of the prelims were just great. I mean, even starting from the early prelims, one thing to to mention, well, maybe two notable things. Um, one, uh, Chris Barnett versus John Volante. Oh, it was John Volante's final fight in the UFC. I and guess he's retiring, so, unfortunately. Um, he was not looking in the best. He of was shape. not looking like the John we know. He was big. He was big, big. Like belly out. You know, he's just fighting, just a fight. You know. Do it at heavyweight so he doesn't have to cut weight. Just, you know. Yeah. Just want to fight one last time in New York, pretty much, it seemed like. Which, you know, good on him, I guess. You know, hope he enjoys his retirement. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, but he got wheel kicked by Chris Barnett. And Chris Barnett is, uh, first of all, he came out with a ton of energy, first off. Yeah. Now, even though his walk down, he was dancing. He was Harlem shaking. He was ready to go. He was feeling the crowd. And he's, he's, no, he's no small guy. He's a big guy as well. He's a heavyweight, heavyweight. And not in the, the not not in the inch, not in, yeah not in the in shape way no he was he he's got a bigger belly than John yeah but that didn't stop him though he had some great kicks he had some great kicks which apparently he's known for he's known for his kicks and he you know for threw a up man. a spinning wheel kick that just mm-hmm. caught John right on the side of the head knocked him out then he just pounded him out like there was nowhere for him to go like it was mm-hmm. it was great. I mean, I think we, I think we definitely got got one in the heavyweight division there. Yeah, he's got personality. Obviously, he's you know mm-hmm. entertaining, and he showed great sportsmanship at the end. He showed great sportsmanship because he, you know, he he made he he let he let John stay in and get you know get his interview, get the interview. Chair for him and everything because mm-hmm. this is his last fight. You know, he he showed great sportsmanship. So he's all in all, like, he 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 wins. He gets an A plus out of my book. One hundred percent. Hats off to him. And then um, Ian the, Gary. Yeah, Ian Gary. Versus Jordan Williams. Jordan Williams. Ian Gary, for those that are unaware, is uh, kind of the new prospect coming out of Ireland. Mm-hmm. Kind of the guy everyone thinks, you know, Ireland's hope to be the next Conor McGregor type thing. Which, I mean, he doesn't have the same kind of charisma. He doesn't have the same kind of charisma, and I don't think he has the same amount of skill either. No, definitely not. But he, he he's, he's trying to put on that confidence thing, which is, which is, which is if you remember, when Conor McGregor started, that's what he started with. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of following that same blueprint, you know, kind of calling the shot kind of thing, trying to... 
trying to be that that guy, but I mean, time will tell. He's still young. Yeah, I don't know. He does. He doesn't have the same hype, obviously. He, he he ain't it, in my opinion. I mean, Patty the Batty is not from Ireland. Patty the Batty is it? Patty the Batty is it? You know what I mean? There's people that are looking forward to the next Patty Patty fight. Exactly. He can't fight quick enough. So, Ian Gary. Okay, whatever. His next fight. He has some work to do, but yeah. not saying he can't get there, obviously. Because he 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 was losing. He, he wasn't like the first round was a little rough for him. Yeah, he was getting pieced up, and then he just landed a a nice down the middle one too. It, it Shut the lights off. So I mean, if he keeps doing that, then you know he can build a name for himself. But to say he's gonna be the next Conor McGregor, meh, meh. We'll see. No, um, on the regular prelims, I mean, there was. I want to speak to some of these because yeah, this is kind of kind of so much to talk about. The uh, main, the middle. Well, Phil Haas lost to to Chris Curtis, you know, and Phil Haas was winning that fight entirely. Yeah, got Chris caught. Curtis just he had a bit of a delayed reaction too. It as was well. kind of strange, but yeah. Um, Al Iaquinta, another New Yorker, lost to Bobby Green. Bobby Green looked sharp. He looked sharp. He's looking. I mean, he's always been kind of those one of those. You know, you don't Tough know whether fight. to take him serious or not. Mm-hmm. But you now know, you can see that he's putting in some work. He's putting in some work, and he was throwing his punches from angles where Iaquinta couldn't really see him coming. Mm-hmm. He had his hands down, down. Mm-hmm. I'm doing his thing. So Bobby Green, definitely keep your eyes out on him. He's definitely not a newcomer by any stretch of imagination. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you look at he's his, been around a long time. You look at his record, and you, you see how much losses he's got. You're like, this guy's not nobody. But but no, he he's definitely been in a long time. But now he's showing some promise. So mm-hmm. looking forward to see what uh, what else he does. Now moving forward. And then uh, the main, uh, the main uh, event for the uh, prelims. <laughs> Prelim, anyway. yeah. Alex Pereira versus Andreas Mitch Delidis. Michaelidis. Michaelidis. There you go. No, sorry about that. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, for those that are unaware, Alex Pereira is the last guy to beat Israel Adesanya. Well, no, he's not. He's well, not Jan Bakovic, but yeah, there you go. Well, he beat Alasanya in kickboxing. In kickboxing, that's got to uh, beat him in kickboxing before he he made his transition to MMA. And not uh, just beat him; he beat him twice. Knocked and, him out one of those times. Yeah, and he knocked him out. So this guy went, went like everyone's saying this guy's like metal of mahogany. Like he's like he has like a hard feel to his body, and when he hits you, you're out, out. And the scary thing, he's in the same division as Alasanya. As Alasanya, so you know. Yeah, everyone say you know. You know, he's, you know, he's should be worried, should be scared, but he already commented and said, you know, he's not worried about it. He's, you know, the guys on newbie still in MMA. He's say, MMA. say what you want. <laughs> you could, yeah, he has to say that. What, what is he gonna say? He's he's worried. He's not. He's not gonna. He's not gonna say he's worried. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you, he is. Because this guy, somebody beat you twice. They're in your. They're in your head. I mean, yeah, you could say, okay, back then I didn't know the things I know now and blah, 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 blah. Same could be said about him. You think he's just been, you think after he beat you that last time, he's just been chilling? You know, just been sitting on the side thinking I, I know everything I, I need to know? Well, obviously, he's been improving as well, too. Mm-hmm. I would say, though, his grappling still needs some work. Grappling does need some work. But Izzy's not a grappler anyway. So. 100%. So. Not gonna have to worry about that. So, I, I don't know. I'm if I was Izzy, I'd be very worried. I'm very worried for him. He we'll can see. say what he can say what he wants. Hopefully, Izzy can do enough work 
I'm gonna whoop the heavyweight before he comes up. <laughs> or light light heavyweight. A light heavyweight, rather, yeah. Cause I don't know that he he's looking like a killer, honestly. I mean, he's you know, like you said, he's still you know, if you look at his record, his record is very green because he's you know he's new to MMA, but he's not new to combat sports. He's he's, he's been kickboxing, so you can't you know you can't use that to say okay you know mm. look at his record and be like oh he's a newbie I've not been doing this for longer no. He he could get a title shot very quickly, I, th- I feel. If he keeps doing what you're doing, for sure he will. But there's a lot of scary guys, so, in that division. We're interested to see. You know be interesting fight? If he fought, well, no, that wouldn't be interesting at all. I was talking if, if, if he fought Shemaev, but Shemaev would just take him out and beat the crap out of him, so that's... 100%. It's not going to be competitive 110%. at all. 110%. Not going to be competitive at all. But did you see that Shemaev was well, off topic a little bit, but... You see that Chmaev call up, uh, well, both the Paul brothers? Oh, yeah? So you'd be both of them the same night in boxing. That's my guy. Chmaev is the greatest thing in, in MMA right now, in my opinion. Chmaev is the greatest thing in MMA right now. But anyway. Definitely a scary guy. Let's just finish this. Uh, then moving on to the what I think is the fight of the night. Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler. First fight of the main card. Which some people are saying fight of the year. I mean, I, like, even thinking about it now, oh, I want to go back and watch it. That fight, first of all, I don't know what Justin Gage is made out of. But this guy just doesn't, I don't, I don't know if it's a mental thing or what, but he just doesn't go away. He doesn't. He gets blasted. He gets rocked. He staggers, but he just, does, he just doesn't just go away. He does not go away. It's got to be a mental thing. He's just, just a tough guy. It's it's scary. Like it's like even if you rock him, he's still competitive. Like he's still he's still gonna be there. He can still hurt you. Yeah. Chandler found that out the hard way. Yeah. Chandler, but but and but, that's and but, that's Chan- but Chandler looked like he got he got to that level in that fight though. To me, like because Chandler was getting, he was getting mad. I mean, if you look at both their faces, Chandler definitely was more um, worse for wear. Yeah. Like Chandler got you know. The brakes beat off him, especially in the third round. But again, he found a way to get to a safe spot, recover, and just took it in there and just went balls to the walls. Like, nope, you're like, you're not taking me out. You're not taking me out. Like, I can't take you out, but you're not going to take me out either. And there was just two guys just showing grit. Mm-hmm. It was, wasn't going anywhere, and they were just slugging at each other. It was... Like, it was great. Those guys had to, like... They, they took him to the hospital, like, immediately, immediately. after the fight. Yep. Mm-hmm. You have to. Um, yeah, because it's, it's like it's like guys are out in a car wreck. Like it's mm-hmm. that can be good for you, but it, at like, all. But but Greg Gaethje always finds himself in these kind of fights. Always. He's gonna. He, I, I I don't know, man. He's he's gonna need to get out of the sport pretty soon. But the, the good thing he has going for him though, he doesn't fight that often. For good reason. Um, but yeah, I saw Michael Chandler called out uh, Connor. Mm-hmm. Call I, I I feel like. After being in a fight like that, you question how long you want to do this. So he's like, let me just get this money real quick because <laughs> I ain't doing this for much longer. No, he, he's yeah. had a whole career in Bellator already. Yeah, he had a whole career mean? in Bellator. He came, he came over here. He wanted to get, he wanted to get a to quick the, title shot just to kind of mm-hmm, run out his and, career. But. And he did, but it didn't happen. And he's, he was kind of working his way back and then ran into Gaethje. So it's like, let me make this money and get my ass out of here. I get it. I don't, I don't, I don't blame him. It's, it's, it's not. You think a, I, I mean, I still, I still see him wanting to go for the title, but I think 
now he's seeing that he's not going to get a mid-title shot like anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So he's going to have to work to get it. Which he's a hard-nosed guy. He, you know, he 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 puts his nose to the grindstone and get it gets it done. So hopefully he's not thinking. Well, obviously he's thinking payday for sure, but hopefully he's not thinking retirement anytime soon. I still think there's more for Michael Chandler to do, especially in the UFC because you know. Come over from Bellator, there's a lot of hype behind him. Everyone's wanting to see, like, you know, Bellator guys can hang with the UFC guys. And unfortunately, he's been showing that the UFC is just a different level. Clearly. Clearly. Because he was running things over there. He could have ended his career over there on, on top. Mm-hmm. But the UFC is just a different level. The guys over here are just built different. At any rate, um, um, Shane Burgess versus Billy Quarantillo. Shane Burgess did his thing. Uh, nothing too notable there, but Shane Burgess is a tough guy. He is. Yeah, Billy was too. I mean, I, yeah, both guys actually. Yeah, both, was it, was, it, was, it was actually really. I mean, like, it went card, to decision. But this card was just had great fights on it. There's nothing to could say. Yeah, you know, Bad when a card delivers like this one does, it's no Dana White smiling for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, Frankie Edgar versus Marlon Vera. Yeah, that one was uh, one we were kind of like looking for. Well, we we knew, we knew that what the end result was going to be, but I would say Frankie did show up. Frankie definitely showed up and definitely surprised me. I was like, wow, didn't expect this out of Frankie. Frankie was just old school Frankie, just mm-hmm. keeping it, keeping his hands busy, keeping putting them on you, touching, 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 you, and then shoots, gets you down, and just does work on the ground. And he was doing good. He was, I think, Frankie was on pace to winning the fight. Yeah, with the decision. He was. He that Frankie definitely won the first two. And then Marlon Vera kicked him in the face. And, oh, what a kick it was. Yep. So bad so that the, the, there's there's a picture that's circulating of the kick landing. It's uh, so a bad. Tournament or cartoon character. So bad. It's rough. Turned him into Popeye. Or a Simpson or something. Like, he, like he, yeah. It, it looked pretty bad. It looks very bad. Well, that's all for Frankie. I mean, he, Frankie was kind of protesting a little bit, but. It was the right call, unfortunately. One hundred percent was right. Frankie doesn't need to be in that taken like you know, ground and pound after that. Mm-hmm. One thing I am happy about is that you know Marlon Vera should have a, a better number next to his name at this point. Yep, more deserving number because he he is a dangerous guy. Even though you know, Frankie is tough to deal with. He 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 deal with Frankie and he he's he's a dangerous guy. Like I, I was telling everyone, like, like he, he, this is a guy that you know early on. I mean, I'm sure some of that may change like over time, but he's saying that he's he's not in this for like you know belts and all of that. Glory and all—he's not in for none of that. Like early in his career, the reason why he was fighting was to get money for his daughter to have a, some some kind of surgery she needed. His first daughter—that mm. was the whole reason he was fighting, is to get money for his kid. Like those are guys you're not gonna beat. Nope. And, you know, since then, you know, of course, he had, he had another kid and you know, bought a house and everything. So he's, he's saying the only reason he fights is to support his children, provide a better life for them. Like that's why he fights. And obviously, as you continue to win, you're going to move up the rankings. And obviously, you know, title implications is just, are going to be there. But for a guy like Marlon Vera, you know, he, I'm, those are guys that are just tough, tough guys that you're going to have to kill to put, up, to put them away. Yep. 100%. Because he even said it, even at that, it's like, it's either my family or your family. I'm, I'm choosing my family. 100%. So, doesn't matter how winning, like winning rounds, he, he's not even concerned about none of that. Clearly, because he was losing the first two rounds. He did not care about any of that. He just knows that when, when, when I get my turn, I'm, I'm putting you out. He goes for it, so. Scary, scary guy. 
definitely somebody you want on your side and not to be standing across the cage from. So, at any rate, the mm-hmm. another fight that could potentially be main event. I mean, could it could actually be fight of the night. It was Rose Namajunas versus uh, Zhang Weili. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, the first fight, you know, Rose poured out pretty quickly, so it was hard to see, you know, how well they matched up. But this fight definitely showed more of it. You mm-hmm. know, Zhang obviously made some changes. She had more movement, and she 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 did work. She did some. She, she wrestled. Mm-hmm. So she's been training with uh, Henry Cejudo and uh, those guys there. So she she definitely had some some wrestling this time around, and she used it. And she was using it very effectively, and her movement she was using very effectively. And Zhang is still no slouch. I even though she lost, I still see like she's very dangerous in this division. Very dangerous in this division. I don't see anyone beating her, cause she was she was un, like. Going into the fifth round, it was it was two two. Mm-hmm. She could have easily have won this fight. I mean, it was a, it was a split decision. It wasn't even a unanimous. It was split. Yeah. So some judges said that she did win the fight. There you go. So it's you know, I don't know what they're gonna do with her next, but I feel sorry for the next person that she has to fight. Yeah, because now she's now she has two back to back losses. Yeah, and she only has three losses, and two of them are rose. So. Yep. She's still still tough, still dangerous. Definitely look out. Still, you know, keep eyes on her. But Rose just showing that there's levels to this. And Rose, even though she was, you know, she got, you know, she, she was in bad situations at times. She has found a way to win. Mm-hmm. Even going to her takedowns, which were like the timing on them was super perfect, and they were super quick on Rose's takedowns. And Rose just, you know, stayed busy and just keep doing her thing, and just landed landed more effectively. So, hats off to Rose. Um, She's just a great champion. She's she's definitely one of those, you know, those chicks that you could probably say could be, you know, could be put in the, the goat um, conversation. Yeah, she, she's she's getting there. Yeah. You still have Valentina and Amanda, who's yeah, just, definitely. Man hasn't fought in over a year because it's like who who is she gonna fight really? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She has two belts, one of which is, I'm sure the division. I don't even know. I'm not even sure if the division even exists still. One forty five. Yeah, I think it exists just. For a man that have two belts. Pretty much. That's, that's just pretty much it. Or for whenever it takes the one to call away to 135, they just fight at 145. But yeah, have, when was the last time we saw 145 going to fight? I'm not even sure. I, 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 I'm, I don't even think the... Is like, there even a pound for pound? Even there is, is there even a ranking for it? Let's see. Um, women's other ways. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Amanda Nunes. One hundred percent. There's, there's no, there's not even a rankings for it. So that, that tells you everything you need to know right there. She definitely cleaned out the division. And there's no one for her to fight in that division. They may even probably get rid of it. I mean, even with the bantam even with the bantam weights, I mean, there, there, there should be some. I wish there was more of the top people fighting. Like, is there? You, is there? Is there? Uh, yeah, you, you see a lot of the lower level fighting. Like, you see, you know, your your. What's her name? Your, your Aspen lads fighting. You see your Kunitskaya. You see those people fighting. But where's Holly Holmes? Where's Holly Holmes was supposed to fight? Uh, I think the last card she got injured. Yeah. Where's Jermaine Demandery? Jermaine Durandamy. Durandamy, who was supposed to be number one. She doesn't even fight. Like, what's what's her deal? Who knows? You know. Misha Tate. You know. Pennington. Oh, Misha Tate is, is is on a comeback, so she should be fighting. I think she does have a fight booked. I mean, uh, like, on, on the lower levels, you see all these people fighting all the time. Like, you know, Panic Yadzad. She's already fought, like, what, two times for the year already. 
you know, mm-hmm. all these people on the, on the lower levels are fighting all the time. It's just the upper echelons of that level of that, you know, weight class isn't really doing much. Yeah, they're trying to hold their position. Yeah, clearly. But at any rate, that's, that's why the, there's a lot of, of the lower weight class women. That's why you see more of those fights. But mm-hmm. Anywho. But most of the women can fight at 145 too anyway, so. I feel. Yeah. They just yeah. don't cut? Yeah. But then uh, moving on to the main event, Kamara Usman versus Kobe Covington, which was, again, another banger. Another banger. Another fight that you just, you know, everyone was standing up and cheering for. At the edge of their seats, because it's... Even though it was going one way, it could have easily gone another. Mm-hmm. And they, they, were, they, were, they were, you know, showing signs of that actually happening, but... Kamara Usman is just a problem. Yeah. He says it, and it's very much true. Yeah, Kamara Usman is definitely... He, he, he's, 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 he's reaching GSP status, which, you know, I mean, GSP, we always hold GSP in that, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, he's, he's reaching you know, Anderson Silva status mm-hmm. as far as title offenses. If he, his next fight, he'll be, tying, he'll be tying Anderson Silva's record. Yep. The record that everyone said would never be broken because it's so far ahead of everyone else. He is about to tie it if he if he wins his next title fight. That's crazy. That being said, by now I'm sure everybody knows he he obviously beat Kobe Covington, Kobe Covington again. Didn't w- wasn't as ex- you know he didn't break his face or anything this no. time around. Or did, it wasn't a stoppage it this time around. Went five rounds. Um, it went all five. First two or three, I would say he kind of ran away with. Kobe. No, I think the first the first two he ran away. Mm. With. Kobe started to come back. Come back in the third. Mm-hmm. Come back, you know, they did a little bit more work. The, 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 la- the last rounds were closer, but mm-hmm. the champ definitely closed out the fifth round, yeah. solidifying that, yeah, I am the champion, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So hats off to him. I mean, it's going to be interesting, uh, you know, because we, you know, we have you know, Hamzat in that division. We have, a, we have a lot of guys in that division that I think could create some problems. And, they, um, you know, every time they, they bring up Hamzat to Usman, he talks about retirement. I don't know if anyone else noticed that, but mm, yeah, I mean, he doesn't do it directly. Like say, like you know, what he's saying, like you know, you know, Hamzat's, you know, he doesn't say anything bad about Hamzat. So, you know, a lot of respect for him, blah, blah blah. You know, he's, he's coming up and everything. You know, hopefully he does enough work to get here. I don't know, but you know, he's looking at you know how long he wants to be doing this and blah blah blah. Like it's always mm, like mm, 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 it's interesting, but but in my opinion. That's a fight I want to see. That's a fight I want to see too. I think the only person that would give Hamza trouble would be Usman. I mean, I, well, I mean, I'm not saying Hamza would win, but Hamza, I don't think Hamza would run through him like he's run through all other. I don't think so either. But there is, you know, the whole there's a, there's a whole kind of shakeup now where now that Kamaru won, you know, the next fight is yes. you is know Leon Edwards, Leon Edwards versus Masvidal. Mm-hmm. Um, some people are saying they should just scrap that fight altogether. Yep. That's what some people are saying. And I mean, the UFC will do whatever is best with the UFC. But yeah. that fight's unfortunately already booked. It's already but booked. But people are saying they should just pay them and cancel that. Because, you know, because we, we do know that. I mean, they're, they're, they're eventually going to make Kobe versus Masvidal. That, that, that's the fight everyone wants to see. And to make that fight with Masvidal coming off of three straight losses, would you know, it loses a little bit of the sting. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's why it should, it should make it now more, better than later. 
Um, if Kobe won, they would have they would definitely would have made it now for the belt instead. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, Leon Edwards, you know, he's on this ridiculous win streak and can't get a title shot. What? But that, but that's what that, that's what they should give him his title shot. And just make Usman, I mean, just make um, Covington fight Masvidal. Just change it, right? Yeah. That, that would, that would, that's exactly what they should. Cut that fight. Masvidal versus Covington. And then give give Leon his, his due. Because mm-hmm. then that way, if you know if Masvidal wins and Leon wins, then they, they still do that fight. Mm-hmm. And if he has more behind it, obviously. You know, 100%. You'd have, more, you'd have more sting on it. But that's not. That's I don't think that's gonna happen. The fight's already booked. Contracts already signed. Mm-hmm. So we are still gonna get Leon versus Masvidal, which is gonna be interesting. Because then who does who does Usman fight now? Hamza. Who's left in that division? Hamza. Hamza still still at the bottom, but it's a fight people want to see, and it makes me want to like. You remember a while back, Hamza was booked to fight Leon Edwards. Yeah. Uh-huh. Man, I really would have loved to see that fight. Mm-hmm. Really would have loved to see that fight. Because that would let you know everything you need to know right now. 100%. That fight would let you know everything you needed to know right now. I mean, think about that. I mean, that's... Not, if, if that fight happened, we would be very close to be seeing Hamzat versus Kamara. That probably, Hamzat versus Kamara would probably be the next fight. Mm-hmm. Which we, everybody knows is, is on a collision course. Everybody knows it's, it's happening, but no one wants to, you know, address it. Or, address it or say that's happening. But um, but in the welterweight division, there's 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 also Vicente Luque in there that's it's been on a tear as well. He was the alternate. He had to go for this fight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But apparently, he missed weight. He missed weight, which was diff- which was very strange because. You're the alternate, but you miss weight. I don't know. I don't know how they. Well, but, but he probably like saw like yeah, they're probably gonna do it. He, he probably yeah, yeah. He probably didn't want to d- deprive himself. But they are paying you to, to to make weight, so I don't know. It's it's interesting. I don't know how they're gonna handle that. Obviously, they're probably just gonna pay him off and let him be done. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, you see, but yeah. There's, I, but there's I, also guys like Neil Magley in, in, the, in that division and and, mm-hmm. and Michael Chiesa, which, which and Stephen Thompson, which if you're looking at the rankings, you know. Two of, two of those names are actually ahead of Masvidal. You know, you know honestly, you know, all of I, those names actually: Vicente Luque, Stephen Thompson, Michael Chiesa are all ranked ahead of um, Masvidal. Hmm. But they they're they're kind of pushing Masvidal because of you know hype and everything. But yeah, 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 yeah. If he does beat Leon Edwards, then obviously you know he jumps all those names, but. I'd like to see some of those guys, you know, get some new blood up there to Kamaru. Kamaro. Like, I'd like to see, you know, the Luke against Kamaru or... Wait, did they fight already? Luke versus Kamaru? Yeah. I think they did. Yeah, I think... I think They might have fought already. I think Kamaru beat him. But... Think of Luke versus Hamza. Luke versus Hamza would be a great fight. That would be a scary Luke fight. Luke is not... One to be pushed over either. Mm-mm. Luke is. I feel Luke deserves to be higher on the rankings, in my opinion. Luke is number four. I know. Well, well, Gilbert Burns is still up there. Putting Burns against Hamzat. 
because Burns has good grappling. Burns has good grappling too, and good striking. Oh man, there's so much good fights for Hamza. Bilal Muhammad. No, this is guys like Bilal Muhammad. I think Hamza would run through. And Michael Chiesa. Nah. Wonder Boy, maybe. Mm, Wonder Boy. Yeah, I don't Wonder know. Boy doesn't have that good, good, that good grappling. He has good striking, but grappling, nah. That's gonna be a strange fight. That'd be a strange, strange fight. But I think I feel like if, if Hamza gets his hands on him, it's over. Mm-hmm. But one guy that's been calling out Hamza from day one is Neil Magny. Yep, I think that's the fight they're gonna make next. Cause. Neil Magny's been calling him out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe that, that that should be the one they do next to see. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one, no one, no one's calling out you know, Hamza. So. Exactly. And rightfully so. Um. Does Sean Strickland fights at middleweight, right? Yeah, I think so. Yes. Yeah. Him against Hamza, I think, would be a great fight. The next thing, Hamzat fights at multiple weight classes. Yeah, but I mean, they're, they're trying to keep him in. Yeah, they're trying to keep him in, in one Walter, right now. But mm-hmm. he can easily find a middle, and he doesn't care. Okay. So yeah, we'll see what happens there. But all in all, it was a great card. I mean, we did. Uh, I would say this. Uh, we'd have we'd have an apology to be made. We did say that we were gonna have food at this last one. Mm-hmm. That did we not happen. did not. That did not happen. We were again way too busy. Didn't get our menu done in time. Started. We didn't get our menu done in time. We didn't get anything done in time. So we just did it. We did the event anyway. But um, And seeing as how busy that day was, if we were doing food, it would be a nightmare. It would have been a nightmare, honestly speaking. It would have been. So we got to hopefully figure this thing out at some point. Mm-hmm. Figure out how we're going to do it. Figure out how we're going to do it. But um, matter of fact, I think... Uh, an idea just came to me, so we'll we'll discuss that after there. See see what we can make of that. But yeah, cool cool beans. Um, any MMA, any other MMA news to be had? Um, before we jump out of here. Nah, I think it's a good place to end it. All right. Well, we are before we head out. Of course, we know this weekend was another UFC as well. It's not going to be a pay per view, but it's going to be a pretty pretty solid card all around. Um. Of course, the main event. The main event is definitely a banger. Max Holloway versus Yair Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. That I can't wait for because honestly, I think it's about time Yair Rodriguez get you know a little bit of a humbling. Yeah, I mean he he's got some, but he I don't know he I don't know. I, I, I was a huge fan, but I really want to see somebody put it put it on him. Yeah, because he's been a bit of a diva lately, and that doesn't fly when it comes to the UFC in my book anyway. So. And Max Holloway is definitely the guy to do it. They're definitely looking, they're definitely looking forward to that. Of course, you got Ben Watherwell as well fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Roman Deladze versus Kyle Dawkins. Didn't Kyle Dawkins just fight not too long ago? Yeah, he did. So well, that's, that boys. So that's no, good. I think it was the other Dawkins brother. Oh no, it was both. Yeah, yeah, he did. Mm-hmm, they he both. Did. Yeah. He fought, and it was um he he fought against um um Holland Kevin Holland. Mm-hmm. And a real guy ruled a no contest. Look at that. He's ready to jump back in. Yep. Against a killer, too. Yep. So that's going to be interesting. Also got um, Song Yadong. Song Yadong's fighting on there as oh, well. Oh, man. I'm looking forward to that fight. And Cynthia Calvillo is fighting as well. Fighting Angela, Andrea Lee. 
Uh, Thiago Moises is also fighting as well. Chaos Williams. Um, um, Sean Woodson. He's fighting. Ray Wood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ray yep, Wood yep. style. Mm -hmm. uh, Mark DeCasey. DeCasey is fighting also. Yeah, ton of, ton of, ton of guys that we, we know we keep our eyes on, so we'll definitely look forward to this one. Courtney Casey as well is fighting, so. Not not too notable names, too much notable names, but people that, you know, that we mm -hmm. kind of follow. So it's going to be interesting to see. And like, we, like I said, we, we, we are going to show all the fights. Yep. Um, here at the, the lounge, so. It's, it's not, again, not promising that it's going to be anything like, you know, the pay-per-view nights, but they're still a good time. Sometimes they're a little bit earlier too as well, which mm. we just had the time change, so that's going to be great because with this time change, our UFC nights are going to be pretty late. Yes, last time was pretty late. So last time was pretty late, and now it's like now it's going to be like worse, like a whole hour worse. So definitely something we're not looking forward to, but it is what it is. These bills got to paid. Mommy needs some house. The kids <laughs> need some shoes. Got to do what we got to do, right? So. Yep. But with that, I think we'll call it. Definitely enjoy doing this. Um, next week, we, we should, no promises, but we should have a, a guest on uh, next week. Yep. Definitely look forward to that. Um, and we're going to try, try to get some more guests on here as well. Mm. Uh, we're trying to work on our, uh, our community outreach, so we'll be mm -hmm. getting some guests on here. People promoting whatever they got going on. So, you know, yeah, get the word out, so. Yeah, with that, you guys continue to be good to each other. Stay safe out there. Isaac boys, out. Peace.